0: Well now I'm joined by Kathleen McNamee from Off The Ball and uh, we are looking forward if that's the word to the Republic of Ireland against the Netherlands.
1: Yeah that's on tomorrow night the results last night meant that there is absolutely definitely no chance of us qualifying for any major tournament at the end of this qualifying period which I think everyone kind of knew already the chances were like less than 1%. And what about that wild
0: card people were talking about?
1: Yeah even at that it was still less than 1% so with the way the results went last night there's absolutely no way that Stephen Kenny's team can qualify which in a way it kind of makes tomorrow a bit more interesting because there was that whole thing that if we lost to the Netherlands it would actually be better for us in the long run in terms of said wild card Um, but at least now they can go out and play with a bit of freedom it's weird it's like watching a man march to his own death to a certain extent like I think the FAI probably could have given us a bit of an answer on this whole situation before now Um, but yeah All the team can do is go out and play. All all the players have been talking this week about how much they respect Stephen Kenny and how great he is as a manager to work with. And it's interesting that the internal perspective is very different to the external perspective. I don't know if you saw Nal Quinn was in the papers this morning saying that we shouldn't be, you know, kind of bringing the death knell down on Stephen Kenny's career just yet. Um, that he should be given another chance. I mean, where do you go? Uh,
0: He wants to keep him honest. Yeah, he wants to give
1: him another chance because he's looking at all the players that he's brought through and kind of saying, between luck and injuries and COVID and different things, he hasn't actually ever had a right run at it. And also, he said that technically we were never going to qualify out of this Mm. group anyways. Now, there was always the back door. Um, I don't think anyone thought we were going to beat Netherlands and France. But... uh, I don't know. It's an interesting one. It's hard to say because like, with the way the team has performed it's hard to look at them and say that there's a cohesive policy there but he definitely has brought people along. Mm. I was saying earlier on off the ball, you know, is there potential to have him as a director of football or something within the FAI where he can still bring those players through, but maybe isn't necessarily a manager. But I suppose yeah. it's going to be tough if he does go to come back into that role.
0: I mean, the the problem was in the past, maybe we used to win ugly sometimes, but we mm. won. And it'd be a bit like saying about a boxer, oh, he's a lovely style. Look at that. And then he gets flattened <laughs> in every match. You know, that's that's yeah, what's no, happening. You've got to win stuff.
1: Yeah, you definitely do. And I think with some of the form that these players are in as well, we should be playing a bit better. I mean, you look at Scotland and the way that they've transformed since we beat them two summers ago now. Yeah. Um, And they've managed to kind of kick on in a way that we really haven't. But like Ogbené has probably been one of the best players for Luton. You look at Liam Scales, everything he's doing with Celtic. There's a lot of options. I mean, Evan Ferguson, the classic example as well. He's always going to be targeted, but maybe it is a need for someone to come in and just fresh eyes on the whole thing and as you say, be able to win ugly.
0: Yeah. Um, the Women's FA Cup?
1: Yeah, we have that on Sunday. So that's Shells versus Athlone Town. It's a repeat of last year's final and um, which Shells won. They, Dude, this is actually the fifth time the two sides have met this year. The only time Athlone have beaten Shells was in the inaugural President's mm. Cup earlier in the year. They won on penalties after extra time. So Shells are favourites to go yeah. ahead.
0: Is the interest in the women's game growing here? We know in, in the UK with the Super League and so on, and the the, the footballers are becoming you know stars in their own right mm. it, Is it happening to any extent here yet?
1: I think it is. I think if you looked, I found it really interesting the last international game I went to in Tala. I'd been to a couple obviously beforehand reporting for Off the Ball you actually had proper chants for the players and stuff. You know, people were starting to pick up the Katie McCabe chants from Arsenal and there was a couple for Kira Carusa. And, th- and you look at even the Aviva game, you know, the amount of tickets that were sold for that. I think there is an appetite growing for it. I think it's important that we keep a focus on the league because there is a potential with the players we have just going abroad that that gets forgotten a little bit. But yeah.
0: Okay, in rugby, uh, all the provinces in action.
1: Yeah, we have uh, Connacht are playing Sharks and then we have Leicester, or sorry, Leinster playing Scarlets and Munster are facing the Stormers and then Ulster also are playing at the weekend. So it's going to be a good one for the provinces. Most of the World Cup squad are back in action this weekend. So we get to kind of see what they're looking like. Van der Fleer was talking about it uh, during the week saying that it was hard kind of mentally to get back into URC mode after the World Cup. But I suppose we'll see how they play during yeah. the
0: week. And finally, we will talk about the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Um, practice had to be stopped after just a few minutes.
1: Yeah, it was cancelled um, after I think it was about eight minutes when Carlos Sainz's car went over a manhole cover. And basically, if you watch the video of it, you just see a massive load of sparks and loads of smoke coming out from his car. And you can see it just lifting off the ground. Um, so his car was massively damaged. Also not good for the driver because that's a fair jolt when you're going at that sort of speed Um, Total Wolf got quite annoyed when people were criticising the manhole covers in a press conference afterwards Um, someone called it a black eye for um, F1 and he was like it's not it's just a manhole cover but the FIA now have to go around and check all the manholes on the circuit it's a street circuit and a lot of the time they close off the streets for a couple of days before but they didn't do this with this Grand Prix um, and it's not the first issue they've had either like Max Verstappen was in all the papers this morning giving off about the way the players are yeah. being paraded around the place and I don't think he's very happy. That yeah, he there's lots to. of
0: hoopla and fireworks and flashing lights and big performances John Legend and people like that uh, and he said he felt like a clown.
1: Yeah exactly I think he felt it was less about the sport and more about as you say the spectacle of the whole thing so it's going to be a complicated one for them to kind of ride away. I suppose if, if you get a good race over the weekend, people will probably forget about it after that. But for now, it's not looking like a, a great start for them.
0: Uh, Kathleen McMe from Off the Ball. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.